Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Athlete's Journey. I'm your host, Travis Reed. Today, I got a super special guest, uh, somebody that I've admired for a really long time. He doesn't know this, but I always felt like he was the first superstar California guy that I actually got to play against, you know? Back then, I was in eighth grade. He was a senior in in high school going to (laughs) UCLA, you know, my dream school. He was a McDonald's All-American. And I wore 13. He was one of the reasons why I wore 13. It was him and Big Dog Robinson, um, you know, that I, reason why I wore 13. You know, he was a lefty just like me. Yes, sir. Um, you know, like I used to watch Tay, like y'all, it was, y'all don't know. I was going to go to his high school. I used to watch his ninth grade tapes. See how he was good <laughs> in ninth grade. Y'all don't understand. <laughs> I would have went to his school. I would have went to Artesia, but it was just too far. I was too far out. I'm saying we, we could have used you. I'm telling <laughs> you, keep that tradition going. Right, right. So, you know, it just been a, it's a real honor and a, and a blessing for him to come on the show. Um, like I said, I've looked up to him since I was, you know, seventh, eighth grade. You know, probably so I used to watch him at the sports arena, y'all. And it's not even a sports arena no more, you know. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um he just been, like I said, just a it's been a it's an honor, you know, and a pleasure to have a California legend. And if anybody says he's not, you bugging. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Charles well, O'Bannon. <laughs> yo, yo, I appreciate you, Trav. Yo, no, thanks no for having me on, man. I appreciate no, you. No problem, man. Like it's not like I feel like you know, California legend, real talk. And I remember that uh I went to the game. Uh, when y'all played Riverside North, they were yes. undefeated. They it had was undefeated. Yes, they had Ed Gray, who was a, a future first round NBA pick out of Cal, went to Cal, and they had the dog pound. And, oh, oh my God! And like me and my dad still talk about that game to this day. Like Yo. I remember, you caught like a tip jam or something. Went to the dog pound, was hollering at him. <laughs> had to stop the game, you know, because they were trying to jump you on the court. Yes. Oh my God, dude. Yo, like, that that game was that might have been one of the most epic high school games I've ever been involved in. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, like you said, they was undefeated at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It was the state tournament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They was expecting to, you know, continue on. We had a couple losses at the time, but you know, we was feeling confident. But when we went in there, man, it was so much love. Like they was, they was on me. When you say dog pound. We're not talking about the high school kids. Mm-hmm. We're talking about guys after high school. It was probably <laughs> in their 20s. You know what I'm saying? Young fellas from the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? And they was they was serious about theirs. No, they, no, uh, man. It was out there Riverside repping, repping the North. You know <laughs> I remember that, man. Like oh, I said, it was me wild. And was like, man, this is. Like I we I was like I got a little nervous, you know what I'm saying? I thought they was gonna bum rush the court. Real tough. You know what I'm saying? And then, what's crazy is after that game, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I played well. I don't, I don't even remember what I finished with, but, you know, uh, probably in the 30s and, you know, like you said, three or four dunks, yelling at them. But after the game, they was giving it up. They was giving, you know, giving the props, and they just they was they was excited to see, you know, really good basketball. No, I, man, as I, um, it was it was it was good, man. man it, was really it was great. Like I said, that was one of the like, <laughs> biggest games. I was he don't like every he don't remember, but I was at the game that uh, Charles lost at the sports arena, the Cameron Dollar. Uh, I'm a Cameron, Cameron Murray. Cameron Murray. Yep. In the CIF championship. I remember that. I was there when they, I was like, it's the shock of the century. Artesia loses the CIF championship to Cameron, you know, Cameron yeah. Murray. I was like, wow. That's when yeah. I first saw Cameron. It was like, you know, okay. Okay. that game, you know? Okay. Yep. And, and I was like, I couldn't believe it. Like, cause you was like my hero. <laughs> I was like, no, my <laughs> hero can't lose. And then y'all turn around and beat him in the state to go to state. Yeah. And yeah. so I was like, okay. Okay, you know. See, it was what's crazy is in high school, I think I only won two CIF championships, mm-hmm. but I won three state championships. Okay. So we would lose CIF and then come back on the revenge tour <laughs> and, then, and then come back and get them. You know what no, I'm saying? No, that's crazy. Like I said, like, so, you know, Artesia was powerhouse man. when he was in high, when he was uh, in playing in high school. Him and his and big brother, Ed O'Bannon powerhouse like they put artesia for like on the map for like years like right, you right. Know, eight straight years or whatever it was it was like they was in the state 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 state, <laughs> state you know what i'm saying so i remember y'all because i was there at the games i was watching sure, sure. And, w- <laughs> and what's cool what's cool is uh jason capono mm-hmm. he came through afterwards yep, yep. and represented mm-hmm. and then uh of course james harden Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he just got his number retired. He mm-hmm. he rapping our number 13. 13. Yep, yes, yep, sir. Yep, he just yep, got yep. his number retired. So it was it started it and laid the foundation, laid the foundation after that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it, it was such an honor and such so much fun, you know, to be a part of that. It yeah, was, man. It was like I said, I was like, I get to work out. People don't know, like obviously there was no social media and all that back then. It was Cal High Sports. <laughs> it was that that was like our sports illustrated Kai high sports right and i remember the, the week before i was going to work out with you i saw like a spread of you like you know like Kai sports you dunking and stuff i'm like man i get to work out with him <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell y'all this y'all even though i was in eighth grade he was a senior he was dunking on me, hollering at me, <laughs> dunking like, ah, come on. No, know? nobody is safe. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, well, that, you know, like I got dunked on a lot, you know, eighth grade year by him and by uh, Austin Crozier. I worked out with both of them. They both dunked on me a lot. Probably Charles dunked on me more. Um, <laughs> and just kind of like punished me. And so I realized, like, okay, it's levels of this. I'm not. Come on, young fella, let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, all right, Charles, man. Um, yeah. How did your basketball journey start? Man, it started. How did it start? Ooh, um, man, it started in the backyards. In the backyards, uh, I lived in in Compton, um, off Allenhurst, 135th Street. Throw it up. <laughs> 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 and uh i'm telling you it was it was it was it was backyard battles with me and my brother you know what i'm saying and when we got too big for the backyard we took it to the front yard pops put a court on top of the uh the garage and we was having having games out there the whole neighborhood would come we were having five on five games 
in the driveway. You know what I'm saying? So those games was epic. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, and when I was, uh, I want to say 12 years old, we uh, we moved to Cerritos. Moved to Cerritos, Lakewood, and that's when we went to Artesia. Okay. So it, it went to Verbum Day High School um, his freshman year in Watts, Verbum Days in Watts, uh, California, for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he transferred his sophomore year, went to Artesia, and then uh, that's that's when we started started our uh, our move out that way. Okay, okay. So, Were you interested in any other sports besides uh, basketball? You know what? Um, I, I played baseball up until uh, the ninth grade. And I actually was better at baseball than I was at basketball. Ah. But because it was having so much success with basketball, I was like, man, I want to do what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shoot, he, he out here, you know, getting all these accolades and everybody loving him. And I'm like, man, I want to do that. So, you know, I, I kind of put Wayne Marino, the coach at the time, he said, you know, he he said, uh, you kind of have to decide, you know, you're going to play one sport or you're going to, you know, play a couple sports and be good at both or you want to be great at one, you know? So, you know, that's when I, I put baseball to the side and, and, and did all basketball. Okay. Okay. That I kind of regret that sense. to this day. I regret that. I wish I had done, you know, two sports. I love baseball. That's, yeah. that's you know, but um, you know, but I understood at the time that, you know, this is what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. No, trust me. It was the same with myself. Uh, I played baseball, football, and basketball. I thought I was really good at baseball. You know, I played up to like eight, like you said, like to high school. And then Pops was like, look, you got to make a choice because I ain't going to be driving you to these baseball games <laughs> right. and these basketball games. You're going to pick a sport. And so, I, I, you know, I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll pick basketball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I wish I wish Artesia was real good at baseball at the time. You know, yeah, that would have been a, yeah. that would have been an easier decision. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. let me get on this, but they they weren't very good, so it's like you know I want to be out there wasting my time. You know, <laughs> three four hours when I could be you know out there again getting some shots up or something. That makes know? sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. So did you go into the AAU circuit? Uh, yeah, play with a uh, slam and jam. Uh, I remember uh, slam and jam uh, coming up. Izzy Washington uh, led league. Um, started in Compton, went to Carson, and uh, yeah, just uh, doing doing the AU movement. You know, trying to trying to get on, no, uh, yeah. trying to get recognized. You know how that is. Like I said, people don't know, man. Let me tell y'all about them. A hey, them Carson leagues, though. I remember Charles way back. He was in the older group. You know, I was in like the group of me, Baron, Shea Cotton, you know, Jason, Jaron Collins. But I remember his group was himself. You know, Chris Johnson, Tremaine, like they had, it was just group upon group. Every right. person, if you was anybody back then, you had any kind of skill, you was in that league. Yeah. I remember that league like it was yesterday. You know? Oh man, we had a, we had a good time with that one. Yeah, yeah a lot, so of, a lot I of cats came up out of there, you know. Everybody from Cali that I know, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know anybody who was like, who became something that didn't come out of that league. You had to touch that league at some yeah, point. Yeah, like you might not have had to play three or four seasons, but you had to touch it for at least a season. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. So you go to Artesia. You know, obviously yep. your brother is, you know, the man, you know, doing California, his thing. Doing doing. His thing. Yep. Um, did you not, either, so you knew, like, I want to play with my brother no matter what, or did you think about going to any other high schools? Well, no, no. It was, it was I was actually a ball boy. Um, I had a, I had a little, little sweater on, and I was in the eighth grade. I was, you know, 
every time out, I get on the court and shoot threes and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like every day at ball, I'm out on the court, mm -hmm. but it was, I was, I was watching him from, from jump, you know? And I was like, Oh, when I get to the ninth grade, I'm coming to this school, I'm playing with him, you know, no question. Mm -hmm. And, um, dream came true. You know, I got to the ninth grade, got the opportunity. Um, what, what's funny is, uh, I was a six man on the, on that ninth grade on that team as a ninth grader. And um, one guy went on vacation right before the season and he came back. I took his starting spot. So I was a freshman starting and never looked back from there. You know what I'm saying? I remember, I remember it, that. I remember it was that. one of those deals like, you know, all right, you want to go on vacation? <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me go ahead and get this. <laughs> Man, that's hilarious. He went on vacation. He went school. on vacation with his family during the season. Right During before the season? Started, right before it started. It was, so it was probably November, you know, something like that, almost early December. He came back. I had the spot and never looked back. You know? <laughs> oh we ended God. up we ended up winning uh winning a state championship together, uh, my brother and I. Mm -hmm. He was a senior, I was a freshman. And um, and then it was uh, you know, then he went off to he signed with UNLV and um and when they got put on probation, he transferred to UCLA. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, when he went to UCLA, uh, he was in the, uh, the Wooden Center. Mm -hmm. He was in the Wooden Center playing pickup right before the season started, his uh, freshman year. And he tore his ACL. I remember that. I remember yeah. that. I remember so that. when he tore his ACL, he, he sat out that year. He redshirted for a year. Mm -hmm. And that gave me a chance. When he sat out a year, obviously, I, you know, played my sophomore year in high school and that gave me an extra year. And uh, when I was able to go to college, it, it gave me a chance to play with him for two years instead of one, like I was in high school, no, which, was, yeah, which, was cool. a, which was a blessing in disguise. Of course, you never want anybody to get hurt, you know, and, and especially, you know, my brother being at that, playing at that level, you know, and when he got hurt was of course crushing, but it did give us, you know, two years to play together. Yeah. And more time, so, more time. You know, yeah, we to, we'll, we'll take that. <laughs> yeah right well being obviously mcdonald's all american and winning you know three states and all this you know like greatness what would you say your most memorable moment in high school was Ooh, most memorable moment in high school um i don't know um i uh it was probably maybe my maybe my senior year winning that uh winning the state championship you know because you always want to go out on top, you know, you always want to, want to, want to finish on top. And, uh, we weren't expected to, we, in a CIF championship, we lost to uh, Jock Vaughn and, and Muir, okay. uh, my man, Michael Quinn. And, uh, you know, that we, team. Yeah, 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 we, yeah, yeah. we ended up losing to them in, in, in the CIF championship. And, uh, we came back in, in our revenge tour, and uh, played J.R. Henderson in uh, East Bakersfield mm -hmm. uh, in the state semis and uh, got back to the championship. So that was, that was, you know, nobody, everybody's gunning for us. My senior year, like you said, McDonald's All-American. So it was a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure to, to, to finish on top. And that was, that was, that was nice, to, you know, to finish on top. No, nah, that's what I said. I mean, y'all were like the rock star team. You and Andre, both McDonald's. I mean, <laughs> straight up, like we was like, 
I gotta get to I gotta get to go see Artesia, man. I gotta go to Artesia game. That was like the hot ticket at the time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like y'all was like returning champs, all that stuff. Yeah. And so like I remember, like I said, I was there, folks. Yeah, I don't I was basketball heads, so I remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're McDonald's All American, yeah. you know, one of the top players in the country. You have any any school to pick to. So was UCLA not a question, or was it any like any goal to any other recruiting things? You know what? In my head, <clears throat> it was no question. I'm going to UCLA, and you know I'm going I'm going to play with my brother, one thousand percent. And my dad was is an alumni of UCLA as well, so he he played football for UCLA. So I, I was I, I grew up with you know powder blue and gold. You know it, it's always been part of my family, but I wanted to be recruited. And I wanted to experience everything that recruitment brings. So I had the final four schools of uh, UCLA, USC to keep the LA interest. And I had uh, Kentucky and Michigan. So uh, when I went on my visit with Michigan, I was hanging with the Fab Five. Wow. Yeah. So I'm hanging with Jalen Rose. I'm hanging with Chris Weber, and, you know, Jawan Howard and, and Reg, Reggie King, and all those guys. So, you know, imagine, you know, a high school kid hanging with those guys. Right. right. Blew my right. mind. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, man, I'm coming here. I'm coming here. Right, right. Know? After that trip, my parents were like, focus, focus. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I know you had a great time, but, you know, keep you focused. Right, so right, then, right. Then I went to uh, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Hanging with uh, Jamal Mashburn and hanging with that that team that uh, when Christian Leitner hit that shot, yeah, I remember that team. Rick was against, like first team. Yeah. Yes, yes, it was it was against Kentucky um, mm-hmm. when he hit that. We was at the McDonald's All American. I'm re- recruiting for, um, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for uh, Kentucky. And uh, Christian Leitner hits that shot. You know, we're all going crazy. You know, all us all Americans just hanging out together. It was it was a wonderful experience. It was crazy. Okay, okay. I uh, you know I thought you know I might go to Kentucky. Uh, Rick Patino came to our our uh, banquet at Artesia, and he spoke at our banquet, which was which was which was crazy in itself. You know, for Man, that's Rick crazy. Patino to speak at your banquet, but um. Yeah, he recruited me all the way to the end. And uh, but in my head, there was no way I was not gonna play with my brother. <laughs> no way. I got you. you know, so uh, I, I I wanted to experience the recruiting process, but I was I was through and through coming coming know, to UCLA. Like, okay, gonna be a growing, no question. I got, I got you. So what was like the hardest transition from high school to college? Yeah. Um, probably the speed. Mm-hmm. You know, um everybody, you know. Everybody can jump just as high as you, can shoot just as good as you, mm-hmm. can handle the ball, you know, extremely well. So it's just, you know, it was instead of, you know, easy plays and, and doing, you know, the game coming easy to you as it as it did for us in high school, mm-hmm. uh, these guys are on a whole nother level now, you know. So, you know, you have to – it's a lot harder to, to, to score and, and to get what you want. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. Like in high school, you might average 25 to 30. College, if you average 15, you're doing your thing. You're doing right. right. <laughs> you're doing big. You know? yeah, so, and, and, and that 15 ain't easy. Yeah, no, to get to 15, it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, God. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially in league, too, because they got a chance to, you know, to scout you. They got film on you, mm-hmm. you know, and that second time around is is much tougher coming. Oh, through. yeah, easy, you know? easy, yeah. You know, like I remember – 
my, you know, my senior average, like, like 16 and a half. I thought I was doing big things. I was like 16 yeah. and a half. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A big dude that ain't a guard. Yeah. I was, I was, I amped. <laughs> <laughs> what do you remember about your first year at UCLA? Oh, I remember just coming in like a firestorm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I think my first 10 games, I, I was averaging about 20. You know, um, it just everything just came easy because they were they were focusing on the older guys. Mm-hmm. So it was easy for me. You know, they were focused on Sean Tarver, Ed, uh, Rodney Zimmerman at the time, Tyus Edney. You know, it was it was one of those deals where, you know, they got all the pressure. I'm just a freshman, just young and dumb and just out there just hooping, you know. Right, and right, uh, right, right, right. yeah, that, my transition was real easy, actually, Okay, um, which was which was kind of. You know, which is kind of I expected. That's what I expected, but you know, it's it's not easy for everyone. You know, so. I got you. Well, I mean, I, I guess I remember. Yeah, like you was you was killing because you know, pops. We was, you know, we was watching you. You know, right, like right. I was. Yeah, I was. I remember I was a sophomore. Oh no, I was a freshman. I think in high school at Crenshaw with Chris. Okay, and so like I was watching y'all like. You know yeah. what Charles doing, man? He out there killing. He out there <laughs> left hand pull ups, dunks, all that stuff, man. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, um, what I would love to talk about, obviously, your sophomore. You have a great freshman year. Um, you were all pack, all pack ten freshman team, right at the time? Yes. Yeah. All packed in. I, I wanted to get that uh freshman of the year award. Um, they gave it to Brevin Knight. With uh, Stanford. Stanford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. He went on to have a a, a great career with uh, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing well, I think he's uh, yeah, I think he's still well. I know he's he's a GM somewhere. No, he's uh, he's doing um, he's doing TV. He's doing oh, TV. TV. Okay. I think he might be with the Grizzlies, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Okay. Um, okay. but uh, yeah, yeah, he uh, he ended up winning uh, freshman of the year. Um, but I was on the on the freshman team for sure. All right. Now this sophomore season, you got you you, you know you stacked. You got. Everybody coming back. You got yeah. Ed senior year. You got your sophomore year. You know, I always felt like the biggest jump was like my freshman or sophomore year. It was like, you know, yeah. like I, I kind of understand the game a little bit more. It's a little bit more easier to kind of do things. Right. Um, you know, you got everybody and you got, you bringing in Chris, JR, Toby. Mm-hmm. So your team is loaded. Right. Did, did you know that year that, you know, y'all was going to win the national championship or it just kind of like, you know, organically, like it just happened kind of thing. You know, we going into the year uh, preseason, you know, we were thinking that we got a real good chance. You know, uh, we we were we were playing off motivation from the year before uh, with the first round early exit uh, uh, from Tulsa. Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember. Yeah, that. they uh, they got us. Shea Seals and and crew uh, beat us. They had us down thirty in the first half. Yeah, uh, I remember. I was, it, it, it was shocking. Yeah, <laughs> it was shocking. We, uh, we fought back. It was it, down to the wire. We ended up losing the game at the at the very end, but we still lost in the first round of the tournament. Mm-hmm. So we used that as our motivation, uh, you know, during the off season, uh, going into the season, and with the makeup of uh, the senior class, uh, the young guys that that you mentioned coming in, and then the middle core that we had. We felt that, you know, and of course, amazing coaching staff. We felt like that we had a we had a good chance, you know. And um, so we went in with the utmost confidence, you know. Um, and we were packed returning Pac-10 champions, mm-hmm. you know, and we felt like 
you know, whoever they put in front of us, we got a chance of beating them. No, yeah. I remember that tournament run, too. I watched every game. Like, it was oh, like, ah, 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 Missouri, <laughs> baby, Missouri. The, Missouri the, the, the twins. Man, so I, remember, I remember that like, behind the back four seconds. I was like, yeah. how the hell did he make it to the court? I'm telling you, man, we was, and after that game, we were in a locker room celebrating and, and going crazy. And I think we we were saying to each other, and I think I'm pretty sure we knew we were gonna win the championship after that. After that, right? You yeah. had your scare. We had our scare. We had that moment, that NCAA moment. Mm-hmm. And we was like, you know what? They couldn't beat us. So now, you know, it, it's curtains for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, you know, like y'all, y'all rolled through everybody. Oh, it was, Yo, it was yeah. wild. Ray Allen. Ray yeah. Allen gave us, uh, I wanna say he gave us, 38. Yeah, I remember the, that. I remember that. In the uh Elite Eight game. Mm-hmm. And we still beat them 10. Yeah. You know no, no, y'all beat them. It was an easy kind of beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so it was it was, it was one of those those seasons where it was just it was magical. You know yeah. What I'm saying? And, yeah. And everything clicked, everything worked. No, yeah. I remember y'all had played Mississippi State, Eric Dampier. Yeah, uh, yeah, y'all beat them. And then you beat, like I said, yeah, beat yeah, be you beat them sweet 16 and beat yeah. Ray Allen. And then, uh, yeah, uh, big country in the big final country. Yep. And like, I was like, this is the game right here. Cause I was like, Arkansas, you see like basically the two <laughs> best teams in the country right. that whole season. Yes. And I was like, this is yes. Corey, and, they, you know, and, and they were defending champions, defending champions, Corliss Williamson, college player of the year, yeah. man. And Scotty Thurman. I was like, man, Scotty was, Thurman from deep. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember they had a squad, and we, you know, UCLA, I was like, we, but UCLA had a squad, you know what I'm saying? I was like, we can beat them. You know, people didn't believe it. I was like, dude, we can we can beat them, because they didn't think that we could beat them without, uh, without uh, Tyus. I was yeah. like, dude, I'm telling you, yeah. we have enough athletes to run with them and go. Yeah, see, because see, yeah, Tyus got hurt uh, against, I remember. Uh, against uh, Oklahoma State mm-hmm. and uh, in the Final Four game, and you know, that night it was, we were all scared. We was all like, we was nervous. I wouldn't say scared. We was nervous. Right, you know? right, like, right, right. You know, right, our right. point guard who's got us to this point probably won't be able to play. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was all the, all the pressure was falling on, on Cameron Dollar, mm-hmm. you know, and he was, he was ready for the challenge. <laughs> man, man. Boy, was, was ready. Oh was, yeah, no, definitely, man. That was, oh gosh, you yeah, have no idea, dude. I was, I was na- I was like I was playing with y'all. Like I was on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> right. Seriously. And then of course, of course, John Garfield, Mr. Toby Bailey, mm-hmm. you know, he uh he 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 goes off and has his career game. You know what I'm saying? I always top- said I told him he should have went pro after that. Like you oh, that was, yeah. Looking back now, you know, that was his move. Yeah. Nobody was really doing it at the time. You know, he could have, he could have, he could have, he could have set some precedence there. No, no, it definitely. Like, I remember, like, when he came down, did the reverse. Oh, it's like, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As y'all can see, I'm a fan. I was a fan. Of- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Good so stuff. you, you win the national championship. Now, what's yeah. your motivation the next year? Oh, man. Um, unfortunately, we was celebrating too much <laughs> you know that, that was our motivation our motivation right. was you know oh we made it oh we did it you know um um it was of course we wanted to repeat of course we wanted to you know we're gonna continue to do our thing but we were like oh man we're good we made it we done it you know and we ended up having a good year 
you know, we lost our first game to Santa Clara and Steve Nash. I rem- I watched that one. I remember. We were in the Maui Classic. We lost mm-hmm. our first game as a defending champion. Mm-hmm. And then, so our season was like this, my mm-hmm. junior year. Mm-hmm. Um, between myself trying to establish myself as the leader of the team now that seniors are gone, and um, now the sophomores are trying to establish themselves and make a name for themselves. Mm-hmm. So we really didn't have a leader. We really didn't have, you know, um, that that core that we needed. Uh, we were good enough to win a Pac-10 again, mm-hmm. um, but we got to the tournament, and unfortunately, we ran into Princeton. I remember. Uh, yes. So um, um, they still show the Princeton clip to this day. <laughs> the NCAA tournament starts kicking up again. They show all the upsets and stuff. And uh, they show me, you know, denying on back door. And they hit them with the, hit me with the back door. They score, they celebrate. So, it, you know, I, I still live that. Every, oh, yeah. every tournament season, you know, like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, trust me, trust, I remember that. I remember Back that more. game. I was shocked. Yeah, I was man. like, the Princeton game. We was, tra- hey, you better than me because they every time they show me, they show me crying. <laughs> Sweet 16 when we got blown out by Kentucky. So, yeah, I remember that. So, yeah, yeah you better than me. <laughs> you know, so yeah. – um, what would you say your biggest triumph and your biggest failure was in college? Biggest triumph without question is uh, winning the national championship, mm-hmm. uh, being part of that team, dream come true. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I'd have to say uh, getting drafted, mm-hmm. you know, um, as, as us athletes know, it's not easy to do. No. And, um, and only, only 32 spots, you know? So, you know, when you can, if you're one of 32 or one of 30 or whatever it may be, if you're, you know, that's, that's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately I was drafted in the second round. I think I was the third pick in the second round. And, um, you know, I was, I was fortunate, to, fortunate to get drafted to, uh, to Detroit Pistons. You know, I remember that. I remember that. I was kind of like, ah, I wish it was a Laker. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, I was like Detroit. But just to hear my name called, a blessing. Yeah, absolute blessing. I was, I was hyped. Like, like I said, I was hyped. Like, I, you, you was, I was there with you, man. Like, seriously, man. Like, I was. But what's what's crazy is, um, uh, you know, I had a party, a draft party, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. everybody does, Mm -hmm. and uh, had all the family there and everything. Um, And uh, leading up to the draft, I had a, a great workout for the Pistons. Mm-hmm. A great workout. I'm talking about, um, you know, hitting like 22 of 25 threes, like testing at the at the top level of all their, you know, speed and agility drills. Just a great workout. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, you know, I think they had the 19th pick or something like that in, in the first round. And I'm thinking, I'm going first round, round 19, right. yeah, right. something like that, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. When they didn't pick me, I was devastated. I was crushed. You know, and then the first round. So I'm thinking, okay, so we got other teams. You know, they might pick me. Uh, you know, I, I got a chance. And when the first round ended, I just left the room with all my family, with everybody. I just left the room, went to the back, and just started crying. I was bawling out on, which is supposed to be the best day of my life. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm in the back, all his family out front. And I'm in there just crying my eyes out. Like, 
I can't believe this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Finally got it together. Pops came in there, <laughs> you know, talked to me and everything. It was like, yo, you're going to get drafted. You're going to be fine. You know, just use this as your motivation. You know, got myself together, went back out there. And uh, sure enough, got a call from my agent right before the pick came through. He's like, you know, Detroit wants you. Uh, of course, they picked me the third pick of the second round instead of the first round. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah. That just killed me. But um, they still still got drafted by a team that wanted me, you mm -hmm. know, and that's that's most important. You know, mm -hmm. when you got a team that drafts you that they they really want you and want you to succeed, then then you got a chance. I got you. What would you say your biggest lesson that you did learn in college? Um biggest lesson that I didn't learn is that I mean that you did that you did learn that I did learn well I did learn that I should have put in more work uh off the court um you know I would or I should say off uh after the season I should say um mm -hmm. my summers I spent uh hanging out you know chilling um just everything but being in the gym you know and that's what I learned that had I stayed in the gym, you know, constantly putting in that work, putting in that, that extra time, then I feel like I could have had a, a long NBA career. Um, but just going off talent alone, going off, just, you know, just, just playing during the season, mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that cut my seat, cut my career short. You know, I think that's, that's the biggest takeaway I have from that, you know, that, I hung out more than I should have. I should have been, you know, I should have been in the gym. Just, I see these guys now, you know, I, I see the superstars, you know, during the off season, putting in that work, putting in that extra work, getting the shots up, getting that, you know, and that's what it takes to be great. That's what it takes to be, you know, to, to get to that next level. And that's what I didn't do when I was young. No, I definitely, I understand now. I mean, the fact that you made it to the NBA and you said you didn't even really work out like that, that just shows yeah. how much talent that you had. You know Crazy. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know like, what I'm saying? So, yeah. No, so you had to obviously the the, the draft day process and the mm -hmm. workout process. Did you work out with anybody, any other teams besides Detroit? Yeah, I think I worked out with half the NBA. Half I think NBA? I, I had a schedule of uh, like 14 teams or something like that. Okay. okay. Um, Like, uh each day like in in leading up to the draft i want to say it was say it was a two-week process mm. uh i probably worked out for like probably like 14 teams so like every day i'm flying say i'm flying from milwaukee to detroit to to cleveland and and then down to miami it, it was it was wild you know and and they expect you to be at your best of right. course right. you know and right. you're trying to be at your best because you want to get drafted by these guys but you know, that's, that's an impossible, you know, that's an impossible goal to, or task, I should say, mm -hmm. you know, trying to, trying to be at your best when you're playing that consecutive, you know, in those consecutive days. Oh no. Yeah. If you got to fly from city, state to state to state to state to state and by, by day seven, you're probably exhausted, you know? And, and each workout you're flying with the other guys that you're <laughs> going in the draft against, right. you know, your other peers, you know, so you're battling these same guys at each of these, you know, at each of these venues. At each oh, really? Venues. I didn't know yeah. that. No, yeah. Know so that. It, it, I might be there with, you know, four other guys at Milwaukee and then four other guys, the same four guys, we might fly down to Cleveland and, and work out together again. Oh, you know? wow. 
Yeah. Wow. So, so we're all fighting for that same spot. You know, <laughs> it's 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 a it's it's a battle, man. It's, oh, I hear you, man. Yeah. I hear you. Now, how long was your NBA career for? Uh, two years. Two years. Two years. I was on for two years. Then um, I I signed a two year with an option of three. Mm-hmm. On that third, Detroit didn't pick me up. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I tried out with uh, Portland. Mm-hmm. And now that year was the year that um, Portland made it to the Western Conference final. So it was a loaded team that I was trying to make. You know? Is that the team? Is that then Scotty Pippen and that's what Scotty, yep, Scotty, oh, okay. uh, Rasheed Fine. Wallace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian Grant. Um, it's the year when Kobe came down and threw a lot of Yeah, yeah. So that team, yeah, that, that team was like Hall of Famed up. Like it was yeah. all Hall of Famers. <laughs> yeah. So I was on that squad uh preseason and then they uh they brought in Stacy Augman. I remember that. Yeah. They brought in Stacy Augman like at the end of uh preseason. I was I had a good chance of making that team. Right. They brought him in. He had, of course, five to ten years experience before that defensive stopper, you know. And when they brought him in, they released me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was in my NBA career um, after that uh, tryout with Portland. And then uh, then I went overseas after that. Tell us about that overseas thing in Japan, man. Like, uh, I know that uh, it was one of the places I thought about going yep. uh, during my career. But, I, you know, I, I wasn't sure. You was the only person that I really – you and JR was the only two people that I really knew that was over there. Mm-hmm. I just thought – I was just so scared of the food. I ain't going to lie. Right, I'm, so scared right. of the food. I'm not <laughs> I'm not a sushi guy. <laughs> so I am so scared of the food over here. Sure. I would get sick of the noodles. I can't eat noodles every day. See, and that's the perception that you have. You know, you, when you think Japan, you think Asian countries, you think that's all they have, you know. But, you know, I got over there and they had everything American that you would want. You know, they had all the burger spots. They had uh, Tony Rome with the ribs. They had Fridays. They had every fast food spot, you know, Wendy's, McDonald's, and Kentucky Fried Chicken, everything they, you need. They had Wendy's and Kentucky Fried Chicken? Come on, what? Yes. What? <laughs> That's crazy. They, had it all. they got Burger King over there. They got Taco Bell. They got it all. <laughs> they got Taco yeah. Bell? Oh, yeah. my God. So, so you're thinking, you know, mentally like, oh, God, I, you know, I'm going to go to, I'm not I'm not going to eat well, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, but man, they got everything, you know, everything that you want that you okay. need. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, how was, the, how was, how was the basketball over there? Was, how was it different? Um, You know, it was surprisingly really good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when they were making my contract, the first year I went over there, they had bonuses for me for every category. Uh, if I make top five in points, rebounds, assists, field goal percentage, you name it they had a list for it and I had a bonus for it. Well, before the season started, I was like, man, I'm about to kill them on these boats. <laughs> these dudes ain't seen me yet. You know, I'm, I'm walking in there like, you know, this is Japan. Are you, are you kidding me? What you don't realize, what people don't realize is these Japanese guys have been playing basketball their entire lives, just like we are. You know what I'm saying? They, this is their job. This is what they do. And they're really good. And <laughs> I didn't expect that. You know, okay, I'm, okay. you know, in my head, I'm thinking, uh, I'm an American. Um, you know, I'm coming from the NBA and I'm, you know, I'm going to go over here and kill shit. You got, <laughs> other, you got other Americans who are, you know, who have struggled and, and been through the same things I have. 
who were trying to get what I got and, and vice versa. You know, they're trying to get their bonuses. They're trying to, they're all Americans as well. So it's, it's, it was a lot more competition than I, than I imagined, you know, and, and whether I, I didn't make those bonuses, I didn't make all of them that I thought I was going to make, you know, sure. I got top five in this and top five in that, but I didn't dominate the league the way I thought I would. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How long did you uh, play in Japan for? I was in Japan for 13 seasons. 13, man. And 10, and 10 with one team. 10 with so one team? With one team, which was Toyota, which was in uh, the city of Tokyo. And um, the, the blessing about that is uh, seven months I was in Tokyo mm-hmm. in the same apartment. In five months, I was in Las Vegas. So it was like I had two places where I live. You know, because um, I would I would go back home to Vegas and and hang out instead of working out. I'd hang out, you know, <laughs> because you know how my summers are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or in Vegas, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, um, yeah. Then I'd go back to the same apartment and you know and leave everything the same way it was. I get back and pick right back up. You know, and it was an absolute blessing to be with the same team. If anybody who knows anything about being overseas and, and the, the career that we have uh, away from the United States, it's not that easy. You know, you aren't usually with a team for a long time. You no, know, and you don't get multiple years on a contract. No, yeah, they, it's so. conveyor belt, man. It's, it's constant churning. It's like right. you come in, you come out. You come in, you come out. You know, yeah. you go to one team. You leave another team. Right. Just, yeah, just how it is. And, and I was fortunate enough to each year we're playing for a contract. So I only sign one year contracts each time, each summer. So it's a lot of pressure. If I wanna, if I wanna come back, I better I better play well. No, no, agreed. So, agreed. You know, so I was playing for one year contracts for, for 13 straight years. And that's that's tough. No, yeah, um, yeah, that, that's, sure. yeah, yeah one year contracts. It, you're playing for your life each game. Each game, you're playing for your life, basically. Yeah. No, that's 100%. Like, people don't understand that that's not overseas life. Like, yeah. you know, you might, the good ones, the great ones like yourself who play long times, but every year it's a new challenge because they like, they can cut you. They can cut you at any time. Yeah. Anytime. Bring in, bring in the next guy. I, you know, I, my first year, I was that. I was starting, I went to Bogota, Colombia. This is before Cocaine Cowboys, so my mom let me go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was in Medellin and all them places playing yeah. basketball. Yeah. Um, you know, like, nobody really spoke English. You remember the movie uh, Love and... Oh, obviously. People, he was in Love and Basketball, by the way. I was like, <laughs> I'm about to say, remember, he was in it. Um, but... Uh, when when like, Monica went overseas. Yes, and it was like, the, the coach was talking for 15 minutes. In, right. But it mine was in Spanish. And like, I'm like, what do you say? You know, talking to dude, he's like, get the ball to you inside. I'm like, he talked for 15 minutes. Right. He was like, more or less. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. yeah, more or less. And so, like, <laughs> me and the other Americans was like, oh, whatever. All right. So he with my other Americans, he would just listen to his music while the coach was giving a speech about the game. It's like, I don't want to say them no way. What am I listening to him for? Right, right, right. You know, so yeah, so I, I understand that, you know, like. You know, it was crazy. Yeah. What would be the best advice that you could give, like, a young 
you know, a young Charles abandoned or the next Charles abandoned out there. Not necessarily your son, but like just about that whole process of the next level. I spoke on it already. Mm -hmm. Get in the gym. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, just you have to, if you want to get better, you have to put in that time, mm. you know, and that's, you can't, you can't rely on, on, on your, your, your history or your past. You know, if you want to get better, if you aren't getting playing time, if you want to improve this, you have to put in that work. Um, because if you don't, it won't happen, you know? And, uh, so that, that's, that's the advice I would give to, to a young, to a young Charles, you know, that, you know, if you, if you want to achieve your ultimate goals, then you have to put in that work. Mm -hmm. 1000%. No, I got you. Yeah. So when did you know it was time to hang it up? Man, it was, it was my last year, mm -hmm. uh, in Japan, I was playing, uh, for Panasonic in the city of Osaka. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember vividly, man, it's crazy. Uh, we were playing JR's team. Okay. Uh, we we're playing okay. Aishin. Mm -hmm. And, um, because JR is a uh, Japanese citizen. He has a Japanese passport. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. I yeah. love, I mean, right. we talk about that all the time. It was like, is it JR Henderson Gi or JR man. Henderson Han or whatever? Right, yeah, JR Sakuragi. Is oh, Sakurai. Okay, Sakurai. <laughs> um, I love well, it. I love it. He get because he has a passport. He gets to play with two other Americans. Mm -hmm. um, the rule at the time was only two Americans per team. Right. Well, they were bending the rules. He's playing as a Japanese, so he has two other Americans with him, and they're you know they're killing the league. Well, <laughs> well one of his teammates, uh, I was you know I was guard. Actually, he was guarding me or whatever. And uh, he couldn't, I couldn't even tell you his name. I couldn't tell you where he's from, but he couldn't hold my jock strap. Right. Like on a, on a, on a real good day, like he couldn't hold my jock strap, man. I'm serious. <laughs> talk. Okay. Okay. Man, I went to the hoop one time, went up and he blocked my shot, like threw it out of bounds. Like one of them, like, you don't go up. I went up kind of soft or whatever thing. And I had it. He went up and like threw it out of bounds <laughs> and kind of yelled at me kind of like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo, I'm done. It's time with, with, with dudes and dudes who can't even hold me. Like you know, this dude, <laughs> this dude like, I'm telling you, look, I went to the hoop and my knees was hurting. I was, <laughs> I couldn't get up the way I, I was supposed to. I was like, all right, this is it. This, okay, this, okay. this is my last year. Your last like, year? When I got bums over here blocking my shot and, and <laughs> telling me about it. It's I a wrap. It's a wrap. That's it's funny, wrap. man. Okay. Um, and and that, that year, uh, once a week, I was getting my knee drained. Oh. It was, it was, my knee was blowing up. Uh, it was, it was each, you know, I would, I would practice. If I have a hard practice later that night is blowing up. So I'm, I'm icing at the end of the seat, end of the, at the, my seat, my last year uh, playing Japan every night I'm icing and, and just trying to get swelling down so I can play mm -hmm. and get back out there. So I, I knew that was going to be my last year. You know, if I, if I can't, if I can't even practice, you know, then, then what's the point? 
you know, yeah, put, yeah. My, put myself through this. No, no, it makes sense, man. That's man, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know about the drain the knee part. No, man. It was they I'm telling you, I'm talking about the needle, y'all. The, the big as my head down there. <laughs> that thing. I got video of it too. If y'all want to download that. <laughs> it's that like they stick this needle on you and then they just pull it out and you just see all this fluid of coming out of your knee. You know what I mean? And it was I like, remember I, I had a teammate, his name, ironically, his name was Travis too. Okay. Um, he had to get his knee drained like before every game. Oh. And so, like, you know, this is in Europe, obviously. So we playing two, three games a week. Right. So he's like, okay, getting his knee drained two, three times, you know, two, three games uh, two, three yeah. times a week. I'm like, dude, like this can't be healthy. That can't be healthy, dude. And and the stuff that they're draining out are the lubricants, you know, that, that help your, your joints, your, your knee. So it doesn't, you know, bone on bone. So when they drain that stuff out, you know, it, it takes away the swelling, but it also takes away the friction, you know? So mm -hmm. you're playing on, on bone on bone after they drain it, you know, and it's, it's, it's not comfortable at all. I imagine, man. I, I imagine. Like, yeah, I have two stress fractures in both my, well, I have a stress fracture in both machines. So mm -hmm. I know, yeah, I got steel plates in both my, you know, both machines to this day. Wow. Um, so I kind of knew, like, once I had the steel plates in my shins, I was like, yeah, man, it's, I'm on, the, I'm on the clock, you know, right. even though I wanted to play longer, but I knew yeah. I was, I was on the clock and I was, and I was popping a leave like Skittles, you know, like, <laughs> right. You know, just to practice, I was popping like five. Oh man, oh, I'm 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 for Advil just to get going. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. Yeah, we. And, and at the games, I was popping like seven. You know, like <laughs> yeah, you know, like I'm like popping them in the morning with my breakfast. Yep. Popping them in the afternoon before I go to sleep. Popping them before the game. I'm like, for real. It was it was three for practice for me and six for games. Yeah. It's see, there you go. I was. Yep, yep. Yeah. It was like four. For practice of like seven, eight per game. If it was a big game, eight. Right. I, I, you know what I'm saying? But it was, yeah, but an average game, seven. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm, yeah, I was like, man, this can't be. My dad was like, you can't be taking these many pills, son. Hey, it's I like, this can't be this. healthy. Yeah, I was like, pops, I got to get through the season, you know? Good talk. You know what I'm saying? So, I get I get it, you know? So, okay, so you retire. So, what's yep. what's what's next for, for, for Charles after he retires? Uh, shoot. I'm uh, coaching now. I've uh, mm -hmm. been coaching high school, coached at Bishop Gorman, and my son, uh, my son went to Bishop Gorman, uh, coached there for, for six years, four years he was there, two years after. Um, and uh, yeah, just my natural transition has been, I want to stay involved in basketball. Okay. So it, it has been uh, into the coaching realm. Okay. Um, last year, uh, I was fortunate enough to coach with uh, Cameron Dollar, my my former teammate mm -hmm. uh, at the University of Washington. Mm -hmm. So that was that was a, an amazing experience as well. Mm -hmm. um, right now, I'm coaching at uh, at Highland Hall High School, which is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm out here with the Okies. I'm in Oklahoma, in the middle of the country. Uh, but which which is which is great about being out here. I'm uh, I'm only a four hour drive from my son, uh, and he plays at TCU. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm actually going to check him out uh, this weekend. Um, I'm not sure when this is going to air, but um, we're going to go. Uh, I think they're playing Baylor. They're playing yeah. Baylor on mm -hmm. Saturday, number one mm -hmm. team in the country. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. hopefully, uh, hopefully, my son 
does his thing. That's oh, him. Yeah. Oh, I see it. I, I saw I watched a video last night. Okay, yeah, yeah. Video. Uh, like, Charlie, okay. he's uh, getting, getting was like, work in. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, was, I was happy for him that now he's playing. Because yeah. I remember he went to SC, and I was kind of shocked that he chose SC. Yeah, um, you too. You know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, the lineage, you going to go the, the opposite way of your dad and your uncle? Man. You know, I was kind of like shocked, but then I was like, okay. And then like, you know, you know, SC obviously do just recruits talent right. um, on top of talent. So right. I, I know the fact that he transferred and now he's doing his thing. I was really happy, yeah. really happy for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he actually, he was really, uh, he was recruited by Tony Bland and, uh, and Jason Hart. Mm -hmm. You know, he uh, really, really formed a, a strong relationship with those guys. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, Tony, um when chuck came in tony had his problems with ncaa and all that crap that went down uh with him um and then uh yeah he just he never got his never got a chance never got a shot you know yeah, so yeah uh, i felt like it was he recruited yeah. like literally i mean you know you know how it is when you go to big time you just recruit recruit over over yeah, over yeah, but yeah. i felt happened. like they recruited over him and then like you know because i mean sc has some talent you know yeah yeah no question yeah, 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 so, yeah. but I think that like they kind of recruited over him. He got lost in the shuffle, lost in that sauce. Yeah, yeah. You know, of, yeah. of, of college basketball, which is one of those things I, I hate, it, you know, you know, I hate about college because it's like, I get it. You're trying to win, but like, you know, and look, you're trying to get the most talent. I get it. I always felt like sometimes it's over recruiting just to kind of like, just to yeah. have the, a quote unquote top recruiting class, mm -hmm. you know. And I actually kind of think that uh, they took my son, um, so UCLA couldn't. You know what I'm saying? It was one of those like, you know, we really don't want them, but we don't want you to have them. Mm. You know that that kind of deal. You know, so mm. they took them, um, but didn't have anything for them. Didn't you know? They didn't. They didn't see a future. They didn't see Chuck having a future there. I didn't. I didn't think. I got you. I That's got unfortunate, you. but yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's like in a said, better place now. He's, you know, and uh, you know, his his time will come. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. he might be. You might see uh, Chuck and, 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 and Charles like at that at that draft table. Watch you know, out! You know what I'm saying? Like you put that crazy. that that Laker hat or you know whatever hat. <laughs> like, see pops and everybody. That'd be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and if uh, if needs and if he doesn't make it to the league, then. Hopefully he has a, a career like we did overseas somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, if, if you if you're making money doing the thing that you love, you winning. Pretty you much. No, I yeah. always felt I always felt like that. Like when people like you, people always ask me, were you mad that you didn't play in NBA? Nah, I wasn't mad. I mean, like I said, God put me overseas for 10 years. Right. That's a blessing, you know. So straight up. I wasn't tripping. Like, you know, I had a blast. Um, do I think different dudes? Should have been overseas. I should have been made. Maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> While I was overseas. Yeah, when I was overseas. I see some guys in the league that were questionable. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe. But right. like I said, like for me, like, you know, I've never tripped. I was winning. Like it was a blessing. So it was all good. Well, I got one more question for you, Chuck. We always ask um, at the end of every, every, every show, pretty much as a, you know, former athlete, uh, we all, you know, go through, points about career low points you know and we always try to figure out you know how did you get out of your low point you know uh was it family was it god was a mix of both uh you know how did you get out of that you know that low point of your career um 
I'd say faith, faith and family, mm-hmm. you know, um, knowing that this isn't the end, knowing that, you know, uh, my failures don't define me, mm-hmm. you know, um, my parents have always been an unbelievable support system, mm-hmm. you know, um, so, you know, when in that rut, you know, a quick call from them, or you know, hollering at moms or pops can, can, you know, put me right back to where I need to be. That's a hundred percent, you know, and I want to say I have one side story of, of yourself in college, UCLA, one side small. You don't, you might not even remember. Uh-oh. I, I remember you had one of them super highlight dunks. Y'all played okay. Arizona in Arizona. And then you dunked it with your left hand and you put your hand over your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like no talking. And it showed your dad crack it up <laughs> at the game, man. And I always wondered, what was that about? You know, because right. you did you did at another game at UCLA where you kind of like put the key up mm-hmm. and then like threw it away. I was I like, what was right. that doing? What was that? <laughs> I remember that. You know? You know, one of my biggest things as a player was interacting with the crowd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as, as you know, college basketball, there's nothing better, mm-hmm. you know, as far as uh, fan interaction and, and, you know, how people get hype and whatnot. And to play on the road, there's nothing better. And to play successfully on the road, I should say. And mm-hmm. you can shut up a crowd and, and, and do something and, and shut them up. Ain't nothing better than that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and if I can interact with the crowd, tell them to shut up or flip <laughs> yeah. it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing better than that. <laughs> no, that's what I said, man. Like, I remember that. I remember that. I was watching the Arizona game. Uh-huh. And like I said, you dunked it and then put your hood over and then they showed your dad cracking up laughing. <laughs> I was like, dude, I got to ask him that one, yeah. bro. Like, I'm telling you, Pops is my biggest fan, man. Pops, yeah. man. Yo, he... He, he, he's been there from obviously from jump and, mm-hmm. you know, he's mm-hmm. followed me all over the world and uh, just always has supported me, you know, mm-hmm. moms and pops. I, I can't say enough about him. I got you. Well, One thing I do want to tell you, though, what uh, what I got going right now. Um, yeah, I was going to get I was gonna let everybody know what you're doing. Uh, I am. Um, I just got it uh, accepted to the NBA assistant coaches program. Mm. So uh, I will be. Um, hopefully on an NBA, uh, either G League or uh, NBA uh, coaching staff uh, next season. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I just uh, just got accepted uh, last month, December. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so it's going to be a eight month program. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'll be uh, I'll be in Vegas for the uh, for the NBA Summer League and and uh, for the, the in Chicago for the, the draft camp. And uh, so I'll be I'll be involved with, uh, on the on the on the NBA level in, in the coaching facility. So that's cool, man. Yeah, like man. I said, man, that's you know that's a blessing, man. Trying, like, trying to get on. Yeah, like obviously you got Rico, you got Earl. You know they doing their thing, and like you yeah. say, so you could be in the league. And somebody else I interviewed, Mike Batiste. Okay. Yeah, you know he's I, I think I want to say Washington. I think Washington. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as assistant. So yeah, yeah, man, definitely, man. Like we need more people like yourself. Yes. Like, you know, like in the league. Cause analysis, uh, analysts is cool and people who know the numbers is cool, but you gotta right. have people who know the feel of the game. Right. 
right, you know, right. like, like that's who needs to be in the game. Put them, yeah, I get the numbers, guys. Yeah, I, I get that, you know, but why can't, you know, why can't it be both? You know, the guys who have the feel and you got the numbers, guys, you know, so, yeah. I want to no, not definitely. I, that's a man. That's like big. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I'll be like Chuck could be definitely like def- in one of those, uh, you know, insistent coaches and just, you know the workout guy, suit and tie oh, yeah, guy, exactly. whatever the case is. Is a spot for me somewhere? Yeah. No. I, every <laughs> time I see Miles Simon, I think like Chuck could do that. Right. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. no, but but thank you, uh, and thank you, man, big bro, Chuck, man. I appreciate it, man. You know, it's it's just great. You know, like to finally get you on here. Uh, I've been I've been wanting to get people don't know I've been wanting to get Chuck on here for about a year. <laughs> so I appreciate I'm glad we finally on. got to link up for sure. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you know you could you know plug your son or yourself to so your social following, whatever the case is. Um, you know, go ahead. That's on that's on you. Oh, um, appreciate you. Um, yeah, yeah. Check out my kid uh at TCU. <laughs> he's at uh he's playing ball at TCU. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. for myself. Uh, you know, you can find me on all the social medias. Um uh twitter uh facebook uh i don't have a ig anymore um but yeah you can find me look me up you can find me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah see like he could tell he's been in the spotlight for so long he ain't tripping about it y'all <laughs> yeah I, I don't know none of my addresses or nothing like that <laughs> <laughs> all right well you can just at that yeah you find well, me no no i got you i got you well you know, I want to say thank y'all for listening. Uh, if you listen this whole time, we appreciate it. Um, you can follow me at Travis W.W. Reed on Instagram and Travis W. Reed on Facebook. I post all my social medias there. What this show, what we're going to be doing some expansion and uh, we're probably going to be putting episodes on YouTube. So look out for that too. Um, also, like I said, if you're, if you're liking, subscribing, sharing, you know, keep sharing, you know, letting people hear the message because I think, you know, these journeys and these stories is worth, worth being told to the masses. You know, you get to hear from California legends such as, you know, Mr. O'Bannon over here, you know, UCLA legend, Argentina hey. legend, you know, <laughs> NBA Japan legend. Come on, the list goes on, man. So I uh, want to say thank you again for, for coming on. Like I said, follow me at Travis W. Reed on Instagram, Travis W. Reed Facebook. Look for me on YouTube. It's coming. All right. I want to say thanks. Thanks, Jeff. Yo, appreciate you, Trav. <laughs>